Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. Like an old lady before he got into the water, cleaning off his board, testing the water with his toe, edging slowly into the water and not diving sharply in like the rest of the boys. He would always sit stubbornly, endlessly waiting for the ninth, ninth wave. Some of the other boys would get excited, mistake a big hump for the ninth, ninth, but never him. He always knew when it would come. He never took a smaller wave, he always waited for the big one. They all believed that every ninth wave was bigger than the preceding eight, and every subsequent ninth wave was bigger than the one before it, until the biggest wave of all was the ninth ninth. So starts the ninth wave by Eugene Burdick, and so starts this, the 99th episode of Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. 
Episodes pop up Fridays over at sixfootplus.com, on smartphone apps, and on iTunes. Best way to support this show is to leave a rating and a review. If you know someone who dig this show, why tell them about Six Foot Plus? If you want to connect with Six Foot Plus on social media, you can try Facebook. God help you. Over at facebook.com/sixfootplus, but you might as well just sign up for the Six Foot Plus Dispatch, the newsletter that lets you know when a new episode goes up each week, in addition to an extra behind-the-scenes email that you will get perhaps twice a month. If you're more about pictures and quick little messages, it's at Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram, and on Twitter, it's at Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F T P L U S. And who am I? Well, I'm your ride to the coast, the host with the most who is not giving up the ghost. Well, I've already given it up because it's free. Why, yes, every episode of Six Foot Plus is free because that's the way it's meant to be. And I'm meant to be strange, no matter what my name. It's only by chance or happenstance that they dubbed me Jason. And dub we do not do on this episode of Surf Music. Yes, all surf or close enough on this episode of Six Foot Plus. I hope you're joining me as we look forward to the sun, to the surf, to the waves, to the sand. Even if you happen to be surrounded by endless ice and land, it's all in the mind. So never mind the weather, wherever you are. And never mind Monster Matt Patterson, who tries to get all moon doggy on another edition of the Monster Matt Minute. And we cast out the newest release from Ding Dong Records, Monsters of Surf, tossing it out into the waves to see if it sinks or if it swims. And swimming we shall do. Let us dive right in. If you've eaten, well, have you waited 30 minutes? Because we don't want the undertow taking you down for the third time. In fact, we have plenty of good stuff on this show, so we want you to stick around. Skurkarna, the irradiates. And this next band, Kill Baby Kill. This song is a cover of a song from shadowy men on a shadowy planet. But as dark as that might be, Kill Baby Kill adds their own little bit of shading to the subject. This is Ant Invasion. The species appears to be Campanotus pequinus, one of the family Formicidae. An ant. An ant. I don't believe it. It's not possible. Yes, a fantastic mutation, probably caused by lingering radiation from the first atomic bomb. See that? It's a stinger. Ants use their mandibles to rend, tear, and hold their victims, but they kill with that.
Rondo. The Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards have announced the nominations for this year, and we need your vote. Head on over to bit.ly slash rondo2014. That'll take you to this year's ballot. Copy it into an email with your real name, and please consider voting for the following. Ha Ha Horror by Monster Matt Patterson for Best Book. For Best Article, Credit Where Credit Is Due by Dr. Gangry. Twisted Central for Best Website. For Best Blog, Grave Diggers Local 16. The Doctor is Insane by Dr. Gangrene for Best Magazine Column for Favorite Horror Host, Dr. Gangrene. Best CD, Creepsville 13, a tribute to Forbidden Dimension. The Linda Miller Fan Artist of the Year, Monster Matt Patterson. And for Best Multimedia Horror, Six Foot Plus. Voting ends May 5th, 2014. Bit.ly slash Rondo 2014. Thank you. Every vote counts.
Surf of Sin, a surf song by Guar. The music world was rocked by the sudden death of Guar's lead singer Dave Brocky, also known as Odorous Hurungus. Brocky was found dead this past Sunday in his Richmond, Virginia home. He was 50, having dedicated the last 30 years of his life leading the notorious band Guar. Guar's music was often overlooked when in comparison to its stage show, one that satirized the pop culture and political environment with massive amounts of cartoonish blood and gore. Guar experimented with many music stylings during the first two decades of its existence before re-energizing itself as a metal band over the last 10 years. Needless to say, us here at Six Foot Plus and Gravediggers Local 16 are fans of Guar, and Dave Brocky's death was a shock to us all. For a more in-depth and personal connection between Guar and one of its fans, Go to monsterislandresort.org and listen to Miguel's tribute to Dave Brocky. Having seen Guar over 30 times, Miguel's story is a great example of how Guar, particularly Dave Brocky, had a positive effect on a fan's life and why Dave Brocky will be missed. Before Guar, and in honor of Dave Brocky's support of his local music scene, we played the Richmond psych surf band The Milk Stains. Yeah, we'll miss you, Dave. Okay, now The Irradiates, with Locked in the Chromatic Spectrum, from their new album Revenge of the Plants. You can buy it on Bandcamp, and for a while they had a fire sale where you could get a copy for just a couple of bucks. I think it was priced at one euro. So head on over to irradiates.bandcamp.com, or just search for The Irradiates if I happen to have gotten the URL wrong, and see if it's still there for cheap. But no matter what the price, buy it anyway. Here now, The Irradiates.
see the Indy 500. I go there with friends to drive and race. Every year when they go there to qualify, they usually have to go as fast as they possibly can to get a front row position. They put nitro in their cars sometimes instead of the fuel that's intended to be in the cars so that their cars will go faster. And they do for five or 10 laps. And then they blow all the hell. Man or Astroman, Nitrous Burnout 2012, which is a song about two years ago, released back in 1996, featuring sound bits from Death Race 2000. If you listen to the latest Caustic Soda podcast that dealt with hand grenades, they mentioned Death Race 2000 and how David Carradine plays the character Frankenstein. And if you want to dress up like Frankenstein or any incarnation of the creature, head on down to Otto Shrunken Head in New York City this Saturday for the Midnight Monster Hop. I have it on good authority that you'll be in well-dressed company. 
Plus, both the Bloodshots and Shouting Thomas and the Torments are scheduled to perform. And what could be better than that? Why, it's much better than the torment one might get from prolonged exposure to the Monster Mat Minute. Duel Morning Maniacs! <laughs> yes, that's right. It is I, your fiend, yours truly. Monster Matt Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes handling all the way from Matsylvania. Heyo and heyo to you way in the back of the tomb. Yes, you. I'm looking at you, kid. Hey, 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 uh, Maniacs, tonight I am going to see the band The Misfits for the very first time tonight. And uh, I'm very excited. I've never seen them live. I do enjoy their music. Uh, so it'll be pretty cool. And to add a bonus to the situation, my friend, uh, Bob Bieber, he is uh, opening the show with his band, Low Road Revival. So that's pretty damn cool, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, another newsworthy note here, uh, my friend and co-worker of the last 17 years, Mr. Daryl Giganti, who I uh, thank in my book, Ha Ha Horror, him and his family. Um, well, Daryl is retiring after tomorrow. And it's going to be a shame to see him go. Daryl has been a tremendous supporter of uh, independent art and horror and things like that. And uh, certainly practically everything I've done, uh, even in the embryonic stages of what it is that I do. So, and, you know, he has a love of sci-fi and things like that. And we had we found a lot of common ground, even though he's a few years my senior. Um and I just love the guy to death, and uh, I want you maniacs to know that uh, he is a hell of a good guy, and uh, yeah, I'm going to miss him. I really will. Uh, we've had quite a time together uh, over the last 17 years. So, Daryl, to you, I say I love you, brother, and I'm really going to miss you and hope to hear from you after you enjoy your uh, final day of work. Anyways... Uh, let's move on, shall we? Now, this week, Maniacs, I was watching Hellraiser Hellbound, and, uh, I think you'll see how it played out. <laughs> if the characters from Hellraiser played football together, how would they divide up the teams? Shirts, and, for Uncle Frank and Julia, no skins! <laughs> Oof, maybe I shouldn't have watched it. <laughs> the Cenobites arrive when you solve the Lament Box Puzzle. Will they tear souls apart? No, they're here to give Nancy Grace a muzzle. <laughs> Hashtag awful talking head. <laughs> Woohoo! Alright, uh, what do you get by crossing a big band song and a Cenobite? Pardon me, Clive. Is that the chatterbox choo-choo? Oh! Hoo-hoo-hoo! I know, that was awful. Thank you, thank you. I did my job. And finally, Maniacs, for your final punishment, which Cenobite wants to compete on Dancing with the Stars? Dr. Cha-Cha-Cha Nard! <laughs> 
See what we did here, Maniacs? See what we did here? Until next time, Maniacs, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations, you survived. For more from the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, follow Monster Matt on Twitter at number one Monster Matt. That's the number one Monster Matt. Keep track of Monster Matt's convention appearances, his artwork, and info on his new book, Ha Ha Horror, over at his website, Ha Ha Horror, found online at hahahorror.com. honor of Monster Matt going to see the Misfits for the very first time, that was the surf band The Crimson Ghosts doing a surf tribute to The Misfits. The Crimson Ghosts will be making a rare appearance at next month's Midnight Monster Hop. If you cannot make it to New York City, then head on over to phantomcreep.com and download episodes of Phantom Creep Radio. It's the podcast taking a live broadcast of the Midnight Monster Hop, hosted by the Creeps and Ghouls of Phantom Creep Theater. The Crimson Ghosts will be sharing the bill with the Evil Streaks, which might have you seen double, but do stay out of trouble, because we've got a new song from Skirkarna, off of a compilation that just was not meant to be here now, The Ghost of Lucky Luciano.
difference between you and a corpse style and let me tell you the dead have a leg up on you because they've been using the power of voodoo that's right they've been going to voodoosugar.com over there they've got pins bags teas stuff for the kids stuff for the crypt why they're the coolest stiffs around are you going to let that cadaver make a kook out of you well fear not voodoo sugar is for the living too voodoosugar.com Cool swag for the living and living dead. Hey now, freaks, geeks, and weirdos. It's your old pal, Tomb Dragomir, from Tomb TV on YouTube at YouTube slash Tomb Dragomir. Check me out. You're listening to Six Foot Plus, you crazy bastard.
from It's a Thing, the newest album by the Surf Zombies, that was The Creeper. Go and pick up the latest from the Surf Zombies, found on their Bandcamp and on CD Baby. And while you're out contributing to the overall health of the worldwide economy, there's a brand new compilation that may or may not be worth your time and hard-earned cash. But let's talk more about Monsters of Surf on the other side of Six Things. From Ding Dong Records, which released Phase 2 and Double Fist Attack from Dai Kaiju, comes this new compilation, Monsters of Surf. Monsters of Surf is a collection of music from the modern wave of instrumental bands currently on the surf music scene. But does this comp hang 10 or does it wipe out? Let's talk six things about Monsters of Surf. Number one. The power of comps. It's hard to review a compilation album because of a couple factors. For one, each band on a comp has its own unique style, so you can't compare the overall feel or sound of the quote-unquote album. And more often than not, the music on a compilation record wasn't written specifically for it. Sometimes bands have extra songs that haven't been officially released, so they offer them up or they donate a previously released song to be added. Comps aren't really meant to be judged by the same criteria you would apply regular albums if you're going to judge a compilation at all. Comps, to me, have the same influence as, let's say, greatest hits records or live albums. Whenever I wanted to get into a band in the past, I'd see if they had one or the other, listening to their best material or how they sounded while performing live because more often than not, a set list for a live CD is pretty much a collection of the band's strongest material. Comps like Monsters of Surf, very much like those other two types of albums, are perfect ways to test the waters before jumping in. Back before there was the internet, comps had a greater sway because they were often cheaper than a single artist album. They offered more songs and more bands. Thus, more bang for your buck. And Monsters of Surf gives you plenty of bang for your buck. You get over 20 songs in this compilation, and that means 20 different bands and 20 different personalities. Speaking of which... Number 2. The Modern. I'm in the middle of reading Surf Beat, Rock and Roll's Forgotten Revolution by Kent Crowley. While the book's a good intro into the origins of surf music, it's not a complete profile on the genre. The first 200 pages of the book are dedicated to the 60s, while the last 40 are set aside for the years 1970 to 1999. This is a personal gripe for this book, but there's a recommended listening appendix at the end with song suggestions for the reader. And the most recent song that would bring some sense of relevance to modern day surf music? Long Ride In by Green Day. Green Day. And Green Day even isn't the most prominent surf punk band out there. It's this misconception that Monsters of Surf is supposed to counter. Surf music is not dead, it just went underground. And it multiplied in places that no one expected it to. Monsters of Surf is evidence to surf music's longevity. And it's an international collection of modern sounds, each band applying their own take on the instrumental genre. You can hear a mixture of all these different types of influences, from the thrash guitar influence on bands like Necronomikids and the Mullet Monster Mafia, 
to the prog stylings of Beauty and the Liquid Men, to almost a folksy shanty waltz on the song by The Mutations. This is a fantastic thesis on the current state of instrumental surf music in the world. No longer are the guitars or the ideas centralized to Southern California. Surf and all its new modern varieties can be found everywhere, from Brazil to the Netherlands to Canada to Alabama. Number three, the traditional. However, traditional surf music enthusiasts have reason to pick up this compilation with the long-standing insect surfers contributing to Monsters of Surf. And bands like Pirato Ketchup and The Dead Rocks infuse a more classic sound with a modern flair. Their songs on this compilation sort of reach this sense of timelessness. It's really impressive. For those who are like yearning for the safaris, the bel airs, the chantays, and the classic first wave of surf music that propelled Dick Dale and the ventures into the public eye, this compilation is for them as well. The modern bands haven't forsaken the classic sound, but they have helped it grow. Number four, heads above water. So, okay, after you buy this, be prepared, you're going to have to listen to it a couple of times because, not just because it's a compilation album, but it's a big one. Putting it on while you work, while you jog or travel, that's a great idea. It is perfect music for activity. But with 20 plus songs, there's a great chance that you're going to miss out on one or two artists. It just might fly by without you paying attention. The best thing to do with Monsters of Surf is to treat it as a sampler. It's not a full meal, but a preview of all the different types of music and bands out there. So pace yourself, give yourself time to check it out, to go back, play songs twice in a row, to actually look at the album to find out who is playing what. Number five, going forward. So I would like to see Monsters of Surf become the new thing, perhaps a yearly release, even if it means turning to a strictly digital download. I think the previously unreleased material on this compilation is a strong enough buy for those diehard surf fans, while the wide selection makes it great for those casually into the music. Plus, having a regular reoccurring showcase for modern surf bands would be ideal. I know that Double Crown Records and Deep Eddy try to release out comps on their own, but it's pricey and it takes a while to recuperate money invested into releasing any CD, especially a compilation album. Though, I do hope Monsters of Surf bucks the trend and we can expect Monsters of Surf 2, The Revenge. Number six. Ultimately, is it worth it? Personally, as a surf music fan, I say yes. Go out and pick this up right now. But from an objective point of view, I'd have to say it depends. If you don't like instrumental music in general, well, this isn't going to turn you around. And that's okay, different strokes, different folks. But if you're curious, or perhaps you enjoy a little bit of instrumental music here and there, there's definitely something on Monsters of Surf for you. Even if you're just not big into surf, the major surf fans out there have already bought this and they've been listening to it for weeks now. <laughs> and they, like me, are looking up all these new bands that they've learned about. I am definitely going to find out more about this Machines Kills Robots, the Mutations, and this band called Threesome. So definitely go out and buy Monsters of Surf. It's a recommended album. Big thanks goes out to Ding Dong Records and Pirato Ketchup for allowing me to review this. You can buy Monsters of Surf by going to dingdongrecords.bandcamp.com. For more incentive to go pick up this compilation, here's Parado Ketchup now 
with their contribution to Monsters of Surf, Kelly Johnson. like us for all your rockabilly and retro clothes. Visit us at 67 Main Street, Tonawanda, New York, or catslikeus.com. This is Britt Griffith from Sci-Fi's Ghost Hunters, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
Facas Voradoras. They aren't a surf band, but they definitely dabble. And that was their song, Surfin' Devil's Destiny, or Destemi. It might be a typo, or it might be intentional. And thank you for intentionally listening to this show. I must confess, I'm glad you're here with me on this episode, dear listener. The number nine has a personal connection, and we're close to a certain milestone of sorts. Oh, but don't get too excited since I can't promise anything spectacular. Though I will promise that the next song is a collaboration with guitar legend Eddie Angel and the spy-themed surf rockers, the Omega Men. In a song that seems more connected with the up midnight monster hop than one might think, it's Frankie's Groovy Monster Boots. Hey, do you have a pair of creepers? Well, go put them on, and let's do the surfer stomp together, dear listener. Mmm. Come on, Boots. Start shaking.
Reverb Syndicate, reminding us that worse things happen at sea. They sure do. And that'll wrap it up for this episode of Six Foot Plus. The sun is dipping below the horizon and the waves are starting to subside. It's time to paddle into shore. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. We'll be back next Friday over at sixfootplus.com on iTunes and wherever else you find podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. And don't forget to read Gravedigger's Local 16 over at gravediggerslocal.com. Head on over to the website and sign on up for the Six Foot Plus Dispatch. And talk to me during the week over on Twitter at Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. We started off the show with a reading from the Ninth Wave, so let us end it with a band who took their name from the book, The Ninth Wave. A bit of classic surf sound from this New England band. A perfect way to end the day. Until next time, dear listener, cowabunga or mahalo.
Six Foot Plus, Episode 99, The 99th Wave. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala, Ivan. Urban Graveyard Lounge Music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S dot com.